The Daily Rios for June 5th, 2013. Yep, it's another New Comics Wednesday. It's the best day of the week. And this is where I give you my suggestions based on the comics, trades, collections, magazines that are on Diamond's list for the day. And we start with Dark Horse, and we have Hellboy Library Edition Hardcover Volume 6. This is collecting The Storm and the Fury and The Bride of Hell by Mike Mignola and Duncan Fregredo. This is an oversized collection. It's 9 by 12 $49.99. And now that means we have Hellboy stories collected, in this edition anyway, up to about 2009-2010. So if you are a fan of those library editions, here is another volume. From Vertigo, we have The Return of Astro City, number one, by the same creative team, Kurt Busick, Brent Anderson, Alex Ross on covers, Alex Sinclair is your color artist. Now, this was a series that was started in 1995 with a six-issue series called Life in the Big City, and it was a beautiful uh, six-issue run, six-issue miniseries. Um, in the early 90s, there was this you know boom with a bunch of publishers where they wanted to create new superhero universes, you know, especially because of what Image did. And suddenly you had, you know, Ultraverse and Valiant and, uh, you know, at Marvel they they had the Midnight Suns line and, and just publishers just wanted to pool um, certain titles under an umbrella, you know, the uh, Defiant universe and all that. And what Kurt Busick did with Astro City is – he created a concept, he created a universe of heroes, all based around a, a particular city, and he filled it with, with many of the, the comic book stuff we're used to, heroes and villains and events and anti-heroes and teen heroes and a team based on the Justice League, a team based on the Fantastic Four, etc., etc. But he, he contained it all in one series. And the first six-issue miniseries, Life in the Big City, is just fantastic. It was unlike anything else at the time. And I believe it was because Kurt Busiek really filled his stories with this uplifting spirit. Even if the stories got a little dark in, in one of the later series, there still was something about it that was very heroic, uh, very almost nostalgic, about the way he told these stories. And you could tell this was something that really spoke to Kurt Busiek and what he liked about comics, uh, whether he uh, you know, would have tributes to Jack Kirby or other creators. It was pretty damn good, and it's now returning. It had its ups and downs, mostly, be, mostly because Kurt Busiek had some medical issues. Uh, but now it's back, Astro City number 1, on shelves today. Uh, if you want to pick that up, pick that up. If you want to jump in it from the beginning, get that first six-issue collection, Life in the Big City. See what you think of it. If you don't like those first six issues, chances are you probably won't like the rest of the series, but it's pretty damn good. Also from DC, another collection, uh, collecting the 12-issue series Solo. This is the Solo Deluxe Edition hardcover. This was a uh, the brainchild of... Um, DC editor Mark Chiarello, who also gave us Batman Black and White and who also gave us the amazing Wednesday comics. And he envisioned an anthology, but an anthology where each issue was just uh, just featured one creator. So the concept was they had to use DC characters and concepts, 
but it was a it was a an anthology to show off the artistic styles and the visions that many of these 12 creators have. Now it only ran 12 issues, it was supposed to run more, but then it got canceled. And the 12 main creators on the series are Tim Sale, Richard Corbin, Paul Pope, Howard Chaikin, Darwin Cook, Jordy Bernay, Michael Allred, Scott Hampton, Teddy Christensen, Damian Scott, Sergio Aragones, and Brendan McCarthy. And they would pull other creators with them to collaborate on the book, such as uh, Tim Sale had Jeff Loeb, Sergio worked with his partner Mark Evanier, Teddy Christensen had Neil Gaiman and Steve Siegel, etc. So if you don't know what this is, if you are a fan of um, some of those creators and you want to see them muck around within the DC universe in ways that isn't, you know, it's not the hold into continuity and all that. It's just their take using their style on within the DC universe. It's everything I wanted Marvel's uh, strange tales to be. And it just wasn't, you know, but this finally is in a collection collecting all those issues. And I'm looking forward to that. From IDW, we have a collection of Womanthology Space. It's a hardcover, $24.99, collecting the five-issue series uh, that they put out through IDW. Womanthology Heroic was the first Kickstarter collection that they put out, and then they put it out, put out single issues in a five-issue series uh, and called it Space. So all the stuff revolves around the space concept. And you have creators here like Blair Butler and Robin Firth and Devin Grayson. Uh, we have Stacy Ponder, um, Renee Delise, uh, and who was actually the one that brought all this together. So it's uh, I was a big fan of it, and now here you have it in a, a collection from IDW. From Image, we have another issue of Jonathan Hickman's East of West, issue number three. From Marvel, uh, the few Marvel now that I'm still interested in, All New X-Men 12, Avengers Arena 10, Red She-Hulk 66, Thanos Rising number three. We also have Daredevil End of Days 8 of 8, wrapping up that series, that limited series, by Brian Michael Bendis, David Mack, uh, Klaus Jansen, and Bill Sienkiewicz. Uh, this is, uh, without me having really read it yet, is uh, their version of like The Dark Knight Returns, kind of, maybe, sort of. I might be, you know... Not really describing it well, but it's something like that. It takes place at the end of the Dare, uh, end of Daredevil's life. So that miniseries has now wrapped up. I'm sure a collection of that will be out soon. We have another issue of Rachel Rising, number 17, by Terry Moore. From Paper Cuts, the Smurfs Anthology Hardcover Volume 1, $19.99 by Payo. Newly remastered and presented in original publication order. And I used to collect the Smurf comics when I was a kid. I had the first three from Marvel when Marvel put out some Smurfs stuff. So at least in comic book form, I'm interested. And here we go with a, another anthology. From Ad House, Super Mag graphic novel by Jim Rugg. And this is a, they're describing it as a glossy magazine format collection of narrative collapse. It showcases Jim Rugg's interests in genre, irreverent humor, graphic design, drawing, and typography. This one has a, a preview that you can download on their site, so I'll include that link in the show notes on the website because this is something that you just have to see to for yourselves to see if, some, if it's something that you would enjoy. And finally, we have Superboys, Amazing Adventures of Siegel and Schuster, the hardcover. 
and this is a comprehensive literary biography of Schuster and Siegel, uh, creators of Superman. And this is drawing on 10 years of research within Cleveland libraries, boarded up high schools, private collections. Uh, this is by Brad Ricca. And uh, it's just another biography about two creators who, uh, you know, this being the 75th anniversary of Superman and obviously with the Man of Steel movie coming out, this is perfect timing for something like this. As I've been doing this week, I'm dipping into my Daily Reels to-do list and uh, I had a question from a listener that I've been sitting on for a while waiting to do an episode, waiting to properly research this question. This is from Jen R. And it's about webcomics. Could I suggest some webcomics to read? And I am not uh, a huge reader of a lot of webcomics. And the ones I do read are mostly because um, of talking to creators out on the convention circuit or elsewhere. And I wanted to compile a good list uh, to present and some good suggestions. But you know what? Someone beat me to it. And no pun intended. Because I have to give credit where credit is due. Comics Beat, The Beat, at comicsbeat.com, did a series on webcomics with some of their contributors, and they did basically 24, they took a day, they took 24 hours and just talked about all sorts of different webcomics, and they gave them some love and included some links. Um, It's a great list, I think, because it's not your usual webcomic suggestions. There are a few on there that I'm familiar with, but there's a lot on there that I'm not. So I will include that link as well on the show notes. Uh, and, you know, this the list includes things like um, Tales and um, JL8 and Bottom of the Ninth, the Ghost Engine, Sinfest, Schmuck, uh, the Phoenix Requiem, Clonus, Oglaf, Red Meat, uh, and just uh, so, so many more Um Uh, Just ones that I'm just so not familiar with. But I thought, you know what? That's actually probably not a bad list to start with and see what you like and see what you don't like. And then you can, you know, go from there. As as I'm sure many of these webcomic pages and many of those creators probably have links to some of their favorite webcomics. And then you can keep going and keep going and keep going. So I will include that link uh, so that you can take a look at it. And finally, we have from Chris Beckett, a frequent... Uh, feedback provider here on the Daily Rios. He also has a publishing group at warrior27.com and he was the mastermind behind readingwatchmen.com which was a series of in-depth articles uh, about each issue and about other topics all concerning Watchmen. So uh, please, by all means, check that out. Well, he is also a writer and he uh, you can find a lot of his works on Warrior 27. Obviously, he wrote all the stuff on readingwatchmen.com. But he has a short story in the steampunk anthology called New Orleans by Gaslight by Black Tome Books. And the description of New Orleans by Gaslight is, uh, in a New Orleans that never was and never will be, there are a thousand stories to tell. There are stories of sorrow and triumph, of passion and fury, of love and of revenge. Aloft with cloud and sun, great warrior airships drift silently over the city below, crewed by eager young men and women, awaiting the moment they will be called upon to strike against foes with cannon and with sword. Steamboats float down the river, bringing travelers from far climes and distant lands, 
unknown to our more mundane world, lovers ride down the boulevards upon clockwork carriages drawn by mechanical horses. Cheated gamblers decide between making a break for the door or breaking the quiet calm with the staccato beat of revolver gunfire. Ragtime music echoes as fallen women ply the world's oldest trade in the streets of Storyville. Soldiers lead clanking platoons of clockwork automatons through the port on their way to their next deployment, and archaeologists, explorers, and adventurers set forth aboard airships to find new lands, fortune and glory, or perhaps death in the forlorn, forsaken corners of the globe. These are the stories of New Orleans by Gaslight. And Chris's story is entitled, You Gotta Give Good, and it's set within Free City of New Orleans, which is a, a neutral port for maritime and airship traffic on an alternate Victorian-era Earth. And he set his story in the middle of the American Civil War, and uh, the main protagonist is a voodoo priestess, you know, since it is about New Orleans. So that's his story within that larger anthology, and he was so kind to provide the story. So thank you, Chris, for that. I look forward to reading it. And for anybody else that's interested, I will include a, a link to the book so that you can check it out as well. There you go. That's your new Comics Wednesday for today. Uh, let me know what you are reading or what you picked up at the store. As always, you can reach me, Peter, at thedailyrios.com. Go visit the website, thedailyrios.com, and I will talk to you on Thursday. <laughs>